Hello friends of Christ, welcome to another episode of Daily Christ with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. Today's Wonder Chapter is from 2 Chronicles chapter 33. And I should start off with the word of prayer. Almighty God, and good thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. And thank you for the gift of provision. And thank you for always being there for us, Father. Where we have gone wrong in our thoughts and our actions and what we have done and what we have failed to do. May you forgive us and may you continue protecting us and may you continue guiding us. And when you're showing us your love, Almighty King of Kings, all our plans and programs for today we put them into your hands that may you bless them father all those who are sick all those who are in pain may you come and heal them we pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen and without wasting time let's go straight to second chronicles chapter 33 manasseh was 12 years old when he became king and he reigned in jerusalem 55 years he did even in the eyes of the lord Following the detestable practices of the nations, the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had demolished. He also erected altars to the bows and made Asherah poles. He bowed down to all the starry hosts and worshipped them. He built altars in the temple of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, My name will remain in Jerusalem forever. In both courts of the temple of the Lord, he built altars to all the starry host. He sacrificed his children in the fire in the valley of Ben Hinnom, practiced divination and witchcraft, sought omens and consulted mediums and spiritualists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. He took the image he had made and put it in God's temple, of which God had said to David and to his son Solomon, in the temple and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all tribes of Israel, I'll put my name forever. I will not again make the feet of the Israelites leave the land I assigned to your ancestors. If only they will be careful to do everything I commanded concerning all the laws, decrees, and regulations given through Moses. But Manasseh led Judah and the people of Jerusalem astray, so that they did more evil than all the nations the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they paid no attention. So the Lord brought against them the army commanders of the king of Assyria, who took Manasseh prisoner, put a hook in his nose, bound him with brown shackles, and took him to Babylon. In the distress he sought the favor of the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his ancestors. When And when he prayed to him, the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea. So he brought him back to Jerusalem and to his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. Afterward, he built the outer wall of the city of David, west of Gihon, spring in the valley, as far as the entrance of the fish gate and encircling the hill of Ophel. He also made it much higher. He stationed military commanders in the fortified cities. He got rid of the foreign gods and removed the image from the temple of the Lord, as well as the altars he had built on the temple hill. And in Jerusalem, he threw them out of the city. Then he restored the altar of the Lord and sacrificed fellowship offerings and thank offerings on it and told Judah to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. The people, however, continued to sacrifice at higher places, but not only to their God. The other events of Manasseh's reign, including his prayer to the Lord, and the words the seer spoke to him in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, are written in the annals of the kings of Israel. 
his prayer and how God was moved by his entreaty, as well as all his sins and unfaithfulness, and the sites where he built high places and set up Asherah poles and idols before he humbled himself, all these are written in the records of the Zion. Manasseh rested with the ancestors and was buried in his palace, and Ammon his son succeeded him as king. Ammon was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem two years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, as his father Manasseh had done. Ammon worshipped and offered sacrifices to all the idols Manasseh had made, but unlike his father Manasseh, he did not humble himself before the Lord. Ammon increased his guilt. Ammon's officials conspired against him and assassinated him in the palace. Then the people of the land killed all who had plotted against King Ammon, and they made Joshua his son king in his place. And this is where our wonder chapter 4 today ends. I just have a few things that I want us to share. The first one comes from verse 10. He says, The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they paid no attention. Amen. And this, as Christians today, we relate in so many ways. That we do so many things that, can I say, are make the Lord angry, you know, are not decent in the Lord's eye, do not portray the image that we want. We do so many wicked things, so many questionable things. And in all the things that we do, the Lord is always trying to, you know, um, speak to us. The Lord is he's, he's a merciful loving God. He's always trying to guide us. He's always trying to direct us. But what are we? We are too occupied. We are too busy giving attention to things of the earth and forgetting to give the Lord attention. Amen? We are wasting so much time and energy and giving attention to useless things and we do not have time to give God attention. Just sit down and reflect on your life. How many times have you, can I say, sat down when you said, I'm going to give God this amount of time and you actually give him full with no breaks, with nothing. The world is always looking for a way to entice us, to pull us out. But the Bible is telling us today that we ought to pay attention because that's how we miss some of our blessings. That's how much. That's how sometimes we miss the instruction. That's how sometimes we miss God's favor. Why? Because we are not giving Him attention. And when you go to verse twelve, it says, "In his distress, he sought the favor of the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his ancestors." Amen. If you have been following keenly, this was the bad boy of the, of of this time of this period. He did every nasty thing that you could you could think of. That even God tried so, so much to talk to him, but he refused until he saw that the Lord was going to bring disaster upon him. Then what did he do? He humbled himself greatly. Amen. So many times I've asked us to humble ourselves before the Lord. So many times I've told you how humility moves the Lord. And in that same vein, pride angers the Lord. And after pride is a fall. If you ever want to fall, if you ever want to be, I don't know, put pride before the Lord. 
and you will see and testify for us. When you go into verse 13, and when he prayed to him, the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea, and so he brought him back to Jerusalem and his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. If you want the Lord to listen to your plea, what do you have to do? We need to humble ourselves before him. Humble yourselves before the Lord. And when you do that, the Lord is going to lift you. Amen. If you ever want the Lord to raise you, humble yourselves before him. And lastly, verse 23. But unlike his father Manasseh, he did not humble himself before the Lord. Ammon increased his guilt. Amen. I know you may be like, Kati, what do you want to tell us from here? It says something about guilt. So many times as Christians, we are kept away from God, not because of anything, but because of the guilt that we have. Amen. You yourself, you've been knowing what you have done and be like, but oh my God, is God really going to forgive me? Is God A, B, C, D? You know, you be scared. And the Lord is telling us today that do not let guilt distance you from him. He is ready and 100% willing to forgive you, but you must allow him to. He's not going to force himself in your life. Never. He has never done that and he will never do that. So whatever you have done, it's never too late to come back and ask for forgiveness from the Lord. And that should not be your leeward to sin. I'm not saying now you should go and you start sinning because you know that the Lord will always listen to you. But never let the guilt of the sin you have committed keep you away from God. And once you tell God, I'm not going to sin again, try your level best to distance yourself from that sin. And that's what I had for you today. Get some time. Read 2 Chronicles chapter 33. What do you get? What do you understand? What message do you get? Feel free to write to us daily grace with Alan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at daily grace with Alan. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty loving God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for always being there for us, Father, where we have gone wrong in our sins, in our thoughts, in whatever we have failed to do. May send on your Holy Spirit to come and guide us and may come and bless us in everything that we do. We pray this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.